Hey, what's up, and welcome to the Unranked Podcast. This is Christian Humes here with episode 129, ready to bring you the number one video game comedy podcast where video game culture and commentary goes to die. That's right, my co-host Dan Ween. Yo. How you doing, Dan? I'm good. Could be better. Are you ready to discuss video games? Uh, in a bit. All right. Well, we've got another guy here ready to talk about interactive video titles. That's right. One Mr. Tom Caswell. Tom. Howdy, howdy. Tom, if you had to introduce yourself to an alien planet, and I was like, hey, and here we go. This is uh, Tom Caswell. Would you open up with howdy, howdy? <laughs> no, I'd be like, thank God you're here to end our misery. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it would also really depend on what they look like, right? Yeah. Like, if they have big ears, you know, or do they only see things? Like, what's the what's yeah. the science? If they have, Am like, I do, do I need to figure out, like, a sign gonna... language to communicate with them? What oh, would you, yeah. if, an, if aliens came, right, to the planet? I'd probably need a towel. Why? Because you came? Oh. Because they came. I get it, because good. come. Speaking of well, things that came, these are the these so, are the the coming episodes. Uh, so the coming. So Tom, last week, uh, speaking yeah. of coming. Uh, oh wait, so I think you, yeah, yeah. I think you mentioned that you uh, you were you were going to be coming to uh, my birthday festivities on Saturday. <laughs> yes, I did then, say that I was going to come to your birthday festivities uh, on Saturday. Dan, you had to just jump right into yeah. it. I had a had a nice long play. I was you had going a long play. Well, you you know what? Yeah. You snooze, you gonna, lose. I was going to do a whole thing about like, oh, I was at the bachelor party, hanging out with my boys, and I know you two boys were hanging out this week, and then I was going to be like, hey, Tom, how was the party? Yeah, Tom, uh, in classic Tom fashion, just not no text or anything, just didn't show up. Uh, I had been working all weekend, so I was unable to attend. Did you just fall asleep? I didn't even fall asleep. I was still working by the time like festivities began. Could have shot a text, and, man. Uh, Could have shot a text. I know, but like... I I was busy. I'm sorry. I think Tom wanted to believe he was going to make it. If I did, yeah. if I didn't, if I didn't have a a schedule, if you had texted me and say, "Hey, you still coming?" Because honestly, like, th- <laughs> I I would I I really thought that you because the, the next day I was like, "Oh fuck, Dan's thing was last night." I was like, "Wait, he didn't text me though." I hit, which must have assu- you must have just assumed I was going to flake. No, I mean, I assumed that you were coming, and then I realized later on the night that you hadn't gotten there. Because, like, I don't, I don't know about like when when you have a thing, but like, the center of my focus was kind of like what I was doing. Yeah, I wasn't like, oh man, where's Tom? Who's all here? Day. Who's that? I realized yeah. like later on, I was like, oh yeah, Tom never showed up, and then I was like, yeah, that's about par for the course. Yeah. No, I had to work uh, Flame Con. And, which is I mean, a- I believe if, I believe that Alex and I, after work, came in for your birthday. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, you, know, you did. I mean, but did a... Alex go to your party? Well, in all no, fairness, he he's in another country, no, so that's he fair. He's on his honeymoon. He's on his honeymoon in London, so I'm not... Uh, uh, he told me in advance he wouldn't be coming, so it's a little different. You, this is more Brittany's fault than Alex's Which fault. Which is weird, though, um, because excuses, excuses. I feel like on his honeymoon he should be coming a little bit, but... Uh, no, no come on Alex's honeymoon. Oh, man, we're really we're in the thick of it right that? now. This is a viscous episode. Well, well, it is the last one before yeah. Alex comes. Yeah, back I checked onto with him earlier. He will be back next week. Oh, great! Can't wait for him to come <laughs> so back onto the podcast. <laughs> yeah. How how was your birthday though? Your celebra- celebrations? It was it was fun. Uh, it was a long day of drinking, and then uh, you know we had some fun, and then uh, then I got went home drunk and felt like shit the next day. Excellent. Yeah, uh, we drank from like 
well, I was out since like 11 in the morning. We, were, we started drinking with mimosas during our fantasy football draft. Mm. And then uh, a bunch of people like fell asleep after. And like <laughs> I met up with a second group of people. <laughs> and uh, we had some fun drinking. Then I was just like, I was kind of like running on empty from like 10 o'clock on. Okay. That's pretty good though. That's good for a three out. Yeah. Ended up going home like two in the morning. Jeez. Yeah. I went to Atlantic City. Went to a bachelor party. Pretty much did the same kind of thing. Just went out, drinks, drank. We played Leroy in the hotel room. Boy, is that a messy game. Yeah, it's one of those games that you'd like to play somewhere outdoors yeah. or easily cleanable. Yeah. yeah, we just called down to the hotel office and had them bring us like a fuck ton of extra towels. We just put them on the ground because it was getting so messy. <laughs> <laughs> Where you're like, hi, we're trying to play oh, a drinking boy. game, but it's getting kind of messy. Can we have some towels? Well, I was like, hey, we actually need towels up you here. Should have been, you should have And they were like, do you need room service? I was like, no. I was like, actually, because we had two rooms. I was like, can you bring sets of towels for both of our rooms? I was like, the rooms are clean. We just don't have towels. They're like, okay. <laughs> the rooms are clean. You should have just been like, "Hey, we're we're in a room. It's just a bunch of dudes. We need." Some yeah. <laughs> Cousin got wasted playing Leroy, which is basically the goal. I mean, that's such a good game to play if you're trying to get drunk fast. Because we got there late on Friday night, started drinking at like nine thirty. You know, to go out. Probably, I think we ended up staying out to like five a.m. Uh, nine thirty ten. We started playing Leroy at night. It gets so messy that game. There's just like part of it, a lot, a big part of it is the water too, though. The water cup mm-hmm. just like spill, kind of spills everywhere. But just like little bits of beer throughout the whole time are sort of slowly just spilling everywhere. Uh, so much fun. Sexy. So much fun. All right, uh, guys. Episode 129. Are you ready for the number one stunner, the most delicious? That's right. That crimson, golden, fishy fish. Number 129, Magikarp. <laughs> I think that's the most excitement you can have with Magikarp, besides the first time you see it, and you're like, oh, this looks cool. And then you have it, and you're like, oh, this is shit. Yo, Magikarp's the, a dope Pokemon, the, even though it's also not at the same time. The tough part about Magikarp is you have to level it up to eventually get the cool Pokemon mm-hmm. out of it. <laughs> and it's such a pain in the ass to just drag it around in the meantime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, XP share is a great way to do it nowadays. Back in the day, anytime I wanted a level Pokemon that I didn't want to play with, I would just go to the Elite Four, put them at you know first in my party, and then swap them out with whoever I was actually going to fight with. Yep. That was sort of the go-to way. Always the classic move. Yeah, yeah. Definitely like the standard cheap way to level up your Pokemon real fast. You know, so Magikarp, uh, heavily featured in the show, one of the few Pokemon that is once ever alluded to as being eaten in the anime so there's that little fun fact for you there about Magikarp. Uh, obviously turns into Gyarados, which is next week's Pokemon, so we don't really want to talk about that too much. But I would say Magikarp, unlike Goldeen, is probably the most iconic fish Pokemon and one of the most iconic Pokemon. Yeah, I mean, Ma- Magikarp, uh, I would say second to Pikachu and the starters, probably the most recognizable. Yeah. Yeah, maybe an Eevee Pokemon. Like, other than that, that's probably about it. And it's always funny. I think we, I think we talked about. I think we've mentioned this before, but just like the the posts and the Pokedex of Magikarp are like so self deprecating. Yeah, like they're literally like this is a useless Pokemon. It has no, there is no reason for its existence. It's like Jesus. Yeah, Christ. usually just no splash. Shit on so it. So it can't actually more. do anything. It's always shown just flopping around. Magikarp <laughs> is my current, uh, is the bane of my existence right now, because in Pokemon Go... Oh, you need like, um, 400, right? To, or 100 of them? You need you need 400 candy, which is 
if you don't use berries, it's like 125 magic that you have to catch. Um, now here's the thing. I've already when I when the game came out, I was living in Miami, and because I was on the water, it was actually pretty easy to get a lot of Magikarp. Um, here in New York, not so much, and so I already have a Gyarados. But the problem is, they introduced um, these special things you could do to get Mew, and the one that I have been sitting on is that I've been waiting to do because I don't have enough Magikarp is evolve a Magikarp into Gyarados. And I'm like, oh, that's bullshit though. It doesn't see that you've done that already. No, you have to, you have to do it during the quest. Yeah. That's complete bullshit. Uh, so that's been, yeah, that's stupid. That's been annoying. Fuck that. Yeah. I have a ton because at one point I went down to the Santa Monica pier and I just walked around there for like five hours catching Magikarp, but I don't have, yeah, I need to, even though we're on the water here in New York, like I don't really go to, anything on the water i just need to one day just do it (laughs) yeah that's like one of the few pokemon i don't have i'm only missing like 15 from that dex um yeah so that's that's magikarp for you guys pretty good pokemon pretty strong pokemon many would say what do you guys want to talk about first you want to talk about what you're playing or you want to get in some video game news so about what we're playing okay because i got a lot to say here i beat in in the last week i have played i started played and beat doom Wow, okay, you're way farther in it than I am. I just have gotten home from work, and if I don't really have anything, you know, any social events uh, like Dan's birthday to skip out on, I play, uh, no, I've just been, any downtime I had, throw on a podcast, slay some fucking demon hordes. Yeah, yeah. That game is unbelievably great. Um, So... Here's a question for you, because I started yeah. Doom out. First of all, it looks amazing, especially on the X. looks amazing. Yeah. That being said, the controls feel pretty tight. It feels slightly more, I wouldn't use the word floaty, but everything feels a little it bit does. lighter than I expected. Yeah, I think that's intended, because it's all about you moving around. Like, you yeah. basically are never standing still. Yeah. And... I would Just some say... of the guns don't feel like they have as much weight because of the way they hit the characters, which right. that's not what I would ever think about with Doom. I would think like everything. I mean, I would say that like some of the bigger guns, like the uh rock like all of course all the rocket launchers, right. like definitely pack a punch, but like the plasma rifle like definitely feels light. Um I don't know. I I, I, I get what you're saying, but at the same time, like I, I feel that the uh it's hard to kind of tell because like the game gets you, you know, your adrenaline pumping a little bit. So, mm. um, but no, the game. I think I think the weight of the guns is definitely attributed to the fact that your character just kind of feels light because he's essentially kind of bouncing everywhere. <laughs> like that's kind of like what's happening. Well, okay. Um, so here's a question: because yeah. when I started playing the game, you know, I got through like the first level or two. Um, actually, I got up to the second level. I didn't really get through the the second level. It feels a lot more open than I expected. Because when I think Doom, I'm thinking tight corridors, like bullet hell, just shooting nonstop. There's a lot of kind of walking around in empty space. Well, yeah, but at at the same... Again, though, it's kind of this thing that I'm feeling with video games now where I don't necessarily want my game to be overpopulated with tons of stuff. To me, I think the level design is a perfect balance of... Mm. Like it's it's nicely designed and it's really cool to look at, but I don't feel 
Just some, that. So I guess the thing is, some of the stuff I'm playing, right? First level, like when you're out on Mars, you're outside, you're walking around, big open areas, not a ton of enemies everywhere. Um, it feels a bit like Halo or Destiny, but doesn't feel as good as Halo or Destiny. And it doesn't feel more like a corridor shooter that I think of with Doom. Not that it feels bad in any way, but it doesn't feel quite as tight as a Destiny or a Halo does. No, I would agree with that. I I would agree with that, but I would just say that that's such a a high bar to hit, you know? I I feel like Mm. if, if if Halo, if we consider Halo and Bungie the A+, yeah, but I mean, come on, it's Doom. Like, they are, They, I feel like they, if anyone else, should be up there with them. Well, I, I would say they are, uh, the game is yeah, up true. there with them. Yeah. I just wouldn't say that, like, it feels better than a, than, than a Bungie. Yeah. But I, the, but I do think that if Destiny is A+, plus in terms of shoot, like, shooters mechanically, this is yeah. A. I'm probably going to play through it, but part of what it did while I was playing it was make me think like, oh, I maybe really want to jump in and play that new Destiny expansion when it comes out now. That's a big part of what that did to me. Was Oh, yeah. It just wants I'm me to play that. I'm definitely uh, going to try out Forsaken when it comes out. That's dope. Yeah. So I've I've been playing Doom, um, and then I'm going to try and have uh, Guacamelee 2 played for next week. Mm, but Forsaken Forsaken comes out like three days before Spider Man, so this shit ain't happening. <laughs> yeah, that's fair too. Are you gonna pick up a PS4 for in Spider- time for no. Spider Man? No. no. When I still have how many months till Mario Party? Uh, so, it comes out next. For, it comes out the same day as Spider Man. Yeah, I don't so even know if I'm getting Mario Party anymore. Why? I mean, that'll be a part of game news. We'll get to that. I have other games mm, to talk about first. Okay. Uh, Dan, are you playing Madden? Uh yeah, I've been playing uh more of Madden. I played the new uh the new version of Longshot, which was not as good as last year's, but it was pretty good. And uh I haven't seen any of these fun glitches that people have been uh posting online. <laughs> but I've seen them like through like people's Instagrams and stuff and it's very funny. Oh my god. Uh, like you, you yeah. sent one today to me and it was like uh some kind of fake punt thing where it goes <laughs> the the lineman holds on to it and it becomes like a rugby match of trying to shove the lineman back and forth. <laughs> Because he, yeah. he won't go down, and then uh, I saw one where uh, Levy and Bell takes a handoff up the middle and s- just teleports about fifty yards downfield. Holy shit! So that's awesome. They should just introduce teleporting. There's some bugs yeah, in the game. Also, like a lot of the stuff that seems buggy, that's kind of weird because they should have figured it out by now. Because it's stuff that's been in the game for years. Is like sometimes like a catch will be completed on the sidelines, and uh, they'll like review it and. Like the either, either way, if the call's reversed or like upheld, they like announcer says the opposite of what happened. Like it's like oh, the go, game goes, the catch is like upheld, and they'll be like oh, and they're gonna reverse the call here, and just get, they keep talking like the call got reversed, but it's like first down. Like it's Jesus. They really they I don't know if it's they don't try or they don't care or if they don't care to try. Yeah, you don't give a fuck anymore. They just like they're like here's some free money every year. All we gotta do is put in the new rosters. See ya. Yeah, so did you see that other link I sent you about Madden? I saw the players weren't happy or something. I didn't read it. Yeah, so the players are not happy would be a nice way to put it. Um, A number of the players are comparing their photo to the character models, and they are monstrosities. Trent Taylor looks like a thumb. (laughs) Fucking Christian Covington looks like a potato. This guy, who is this? In all Uh, fairness, I've never heard of these people. So, like, yeah. You got to see, though. You got to see. Like, and they're tweeting about it. <laughs> Christian Covington tweets, 
guess I have to accept the fact that I'm ugly now. Say it ain't so, Madden. And he just posts the picture of his Madden character. It's not even close. It's not even slightly close what they've done. Uh, yeah, I'm to looking at Trent person. Taylor now. His head is like, yeah, he has a very different head in real life than what they gave him in the game. <laughs> yeah, Trent Taylor <laughs> looks like he's wearing a like a like a mask. He looks like he has skin over his face. Well, um, they all kind of look like that, but he his face shape isn't even correct. Yeah. Like, he has a much taller face. They kind of made him, like, a circle head. Tyrone Crawford, his character was super fat, and so he, he uh, sent it to EA over Twitter, and then they went and fixed it. They made his character really fat for no reason. I think it's one of those things where they just didn't care about some of these players, because I've never heard of them, so they're probably either rookies or, like, fringe players where no one will end up using them, so they were like, ah, fuck it, let's not try too hard. Yeah. But I just don't know. I, if you're going to make a game like this, you might as well fucking try. Yeah, there's a good thread on uh, Reset Era where they have like aggregated all of the characters and who've complained about it and posted comparison photos. It's really funny if you want to look this up. It's so insane how ugly these characters are, and they don't look like the players. Like they don't even really resemble them at all. So they may as well have just mm-hmm. ran a random character generator for everyone and just stuck the names with the numbers on people. That's what they they used to do back in the. Uh good old sega genesis days everyone was just the same shape and size with a different number on the back and different uh yep. abilities yep yep <laughs> oh my god when i was just so when i was just home my uncle had all my old like game manuals and stuff um as well as printouts i you know it would print out like game guides or facts or cheats and stuff from ign and neo seeker or like videogamecheats.com and shit like that i had all these old game guides in there i had one for the original madden for Super Nintendo, which is pretty cool. I probably don't have any game guides left over, but I used to get them like back like in the Pokemon era. Like for Pokemon Snap, I definitely ended up with a game guide. Like uh, for the original Pokemon games, I had it, like stuff like that. I would always need one because I didn't want to refer to it, but if something drives me crazy, I'd look it up. Well, very few of these were actual guides. Most of them were the manuals that came with them, but there were a couple. I had like the guide, I guess, for Pokemon Gold and Silver for what was it donkey kong 64 Star Fox adventures some stuff like that uh it was dope though but it was so crazy to see the original madden it doesn't even have a year on it or anything from, on the super nintendo it's fucking wild back in the day when they tried to make good football games why would you try to make a good football game what the fuck's the point i don't know <laughs> that's what that's what ea is asking today <laughs> uh okay so i've been playing a bunch of other shit um my current jam is dead cells i am loving dead cells guys it is so good tom how many lives have you played in this game i i was just thinking i'm i'm not exactly sure i didn't get that far into it uh i died quite frequently in the beginning uh so i racked up a lot of kills Mm. very quickly but um yeah so not much yeah okay i thought you liked the game i thought you were playing it uh not not consistently (laughs) uh okay so i'm playing dead cells and if you've ever played Castlevania, that's basically what this game is. It is very much a Castlevania-style game. Not really a Metroidvania. It's not uh, as much mapping or going back and unlocking thing, although there are there is a bit of the whole uh, platform mapper genre to the game. But it is procedurally generated. So every time while you're going through what's basically a maze, Dan, you start a new guy, you go through a maze, you fight enemies, and each level gets harder and harder. And every time you beat a level, you slowly are upgrading your character. So then when you die, okay. you restart the maze again. But then every time you go through the maze, it's different. 
because they generate the maze each time. It's fucking wild, and it's really hard, which is why I like this game. I think I'm starting to like really tough mechanical games. Like This game is one of the most fun games I've played since Cuphead. I think I like these old 2D games a lot. Uh, I don't know when that happened, but at some point or another, these have become my jam. I like how hard it is. Yesterday, I had the best run I've ever had. It was like 45 minutes fucking long, too. I got, I think, seven stages in, so I beat two mini-bosses. So, yeah. So, I, I got up to the castle for the first time, which is dope. So, it's a really cool game. Nice. I played, uh, I also played, uh, Dead, uh, was it Dead by Daylight? My buddy got me playing. Uh, oh, interesting. Wait, what yeah. is this? It's on Dead by Daylight. It's the it's it's the same people that make that make that that made that game that we played at uh, PAX, where one person was the hunter and there were four hunted. Interesting. Okay, tell me yeah, more that, about it. We we played. I forget what the game at PAX was called. Um, well, yeah, Dan, tell me more about the game. Yeah, sorry. Oh well, <laughs> yeah, Tom kept going, so I was like, oh, maybe we'll tell you about the game. Uh, so it's like, uh, well, as far as I played it, I just played as, you could play as either the killer or a uh, survivor. So it's like, there's a serial killer and you're stuck in this little world. And the idea is to, uh, pretty much escape from him before like he kills you. Uh, I mean, it's r- relatively simple. You gotta like fix generators and stuff. I only played for a little bit. I struggled mightily. The death animations are pretty fun, but, uh, but, okay. uh, what we what? were, uh, like, what is the conceit of the thing? What, like, in the game, what are you doing? You're basically running around trying to, like, fix up generators so that, like, if you get them all going, you can escape this area. Right. And, uh... Is it zombies, the, like, Left 4 Dead? It, no, like, you're all you're all alive for now, and there's a serial killer uh, trying to it's kill you. It's an asymmetrical you. game. It's, it's like Friday the 13th. Interesting. Yeah, one, one person is the, is the killer, and then four, four people are the... The, te- the teens or whatever they are. Have you played as the killer? Uh, not yet. Oh. Uh, I only played for like maybe an hour. So we that played like a few like games. That would be the most fun thing to do. It might be. It might be. My my buddy was like, uh, he was like, I don't know. Should we? He, he was like, he was like, uh, he was like, do you want to play as a team? Do you want like one of us be the killer, the other survivor? And I was like, I'll play as a survivor for now because whatever. And he was like, oh yeah, I've been playing survivor for a few days. So he was much better. He kept saving my ass, and then I would die again. So I was like, "All right, I suck at it." That's pretty much what <laughs> it was free, though. It was free. I think oh, it's because free of to play. PlayStation Plus. Oh, okay, but PlayStation Plus. Man, I really wish there was Left 4 Dead. Even if it was Left 4 Dead 2, they don't have to make a new one. Like, I wish they would just put out like a Left 4 Dead 2 remastered or something on the current games. Everyone keeps talking about Vermintide 2, saying that Vermintide 2 is basically Left 4 Dead. And I still haven't played it. I have it downloaded. It's on Game Pass. If it turns out to be that, you should sign up for Game Pass. It's like $2 a month right now for new subscribers for the first two months. Because uh, then we could play that for at least a little bit. Um, maybe I'll check that out later today and find out for sure. Because that would be sick. I missed that game. I played Overcooked, guys. Overcooked 2. I'm hoping Damn, dude. maybe you guys pick it up. Because I would love to do a four-player Overcooked night. I would love to. I'm sure once Alex gets back, uh, yeah, that that'll definitely that that'll definitely be in the cards. Um, so I played it locally on Tuesday, so just two nights ago. I played it locally with with, uh, with John Murphy, the misses. Um, oh, okay. Host uh, also the misses. Yeah, <laughs> the misters. Uh, <laughs> the misters co-host on many of our other shows here, and uh, John was actually on the video game election. I forgot he's been on Unranked technically. 
Oh, right. Yeah, yeah he was Hudson Horstache, yeah. <laughs> uh, so... Who can forget that episode? No one. <laughs> <laughs> Overcooked 2 mm. is really fun. It does feel actually improved from the first one in a way that I didn't anticipate. Because we all played it together. But Yeah, we played it briefly at E3, yeah. When we played it, they put us on like hard ass levels right at the start. Yeah, it was it, it, scales were not in our favor. Yeah, so the, the there's more complicated recipes in this game as well as just more variety to the recipes. And uh, like I'm seeing things that I didn't really see in the first game, which is wonderful. And it's probably the least important part of the whole game, but the overworld map now for the campaign when you're playing the campaign is so much nicer. And it feels very reminiscent to like maybe a Super Mario uh, Super Mario World on Super Nintendo, where there's like little switches and buttons to get to different areas. And I and I just discovered like a secret world on the map as well because we completed a challenge that we didn't know about on one of the levels. Uh, and mm-hmm. so it opened up a, like a special part of the map where there's secret stages. It's so charming, and it's uh, you know it's still this sort of uh, hexagonal tabletop map like a board game something like Catan but everything looks a little bit claymationy, and there's sound effects to things everything kind of bumps into each other they really just polished the overworld from the first one and it it shows it's like basically they took the first game polished everything up added in more variety and this game feels considerably improved in my opinion I'm surprised actually I think this game should have been uh, a higher review compared to the overall review that it got who had it Alex got it and it has like an 83 on Metacritic, which is great because, I mean, with that many reviews, obviously, you know, it, it rounds the, the scores down generally. But mm-hmm. I would I would give this game like a 9 out of 10 for what it is. I fucking love this game. Mm. I'm having a ton of fun with it. I know I know. I was seeing some reviews talk about that the um, some of the ad- they, they feel like some of the added features like throwing. Oh, my God. I love throwing is the, really? is the best thing about the game. Interesting. It's it's changed up the mechanic of the game in a way. That if you utilize it correctly, it can really help you out. But obviously, at the same time, if you just throw shit everywhere, it can make the game a lot harder for you. The original Overcook, though, like it has, like it's it's not like a ninety on Metacritic. Like Overcook Two has a higher score than the original. Oh Metacritic. yeah, yeah. I I just think it's a better. I think it's a really good game. I want to play too. with you guys very badly. In fact, I would definitely like to do that. If Extra Crispy gets it, I'll play Overcooked with him. Speaking of Extra Crispy, I was playing yesterday. I was playing Dead Cells, and Extra Crispy sent me a message, so I answered. I know this is someone, one of our listeners, that asked us to play. Apparently, I was supposed to play with them, never did. Uh, mm-hmm. So I answered the call. So if you get Overcooked too, I'll play. If one of our listeners out there wants to play some Overcooked too with me. Uh, I'm ready to go because that is a great cooperative game. And if you want to get the experience of when I yell at people on this show firsthand, then uh, play some Overcooked 2 with me because I will yell at you during that game because that's how that goes. Excellent. Who's up for a little news? I'm down. You're down? Get up, get up, get down for the video game news. Personally. Well, Dan, you're up, but you're also down because Video Game Fantasy League has had some updates. That's right. So with Gamescom happening right now, PAX East coming up, and then in the eventual TGS, we should expect to finalize what games are and are not coming out. That being said, we had a number, a large number of titles that do not have release dates. 
and one of them did just get pushed officially to 2019. Unfortunately for Dan, that was Ace Combat 7. Here's the thing. Is it really pushed if, like, they even, like, say on the thing, like, yeah, it's they're like, we, that's great. We have a date finally. It's coming out here. I'm like, I don't know if it really got pushed back or if they never well, really had a date. They said 2018 last year yeah, when they they're pushed fucking it assholes. from 2017. Yeah, assholes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, even if it's not being pushed, that game did get um, announced to be 2019. So I'm just very quickly going to go over these titles, and I'm just going to name all of these. Right now, we have a lot of games that don't have dates. And I already went over this with you guys, but for our listeners to be aware, we have Concrete Genie, UFO 50, The Last Night, Spelunky 2, Wargroove, Darwin Project, Dreams, Ooblets, Super Meat Boy Forever, Ash and Kentucky Route Zero, Television Edition, and Tetris Effect. All games that are supposed to be coming out this year that still don't have dates. What we're going to do after TGS, because that's the last major event where anything really should be announced, we're going to list anything that doesn't have a date as delayed tentatively. And obviously, if it comes out and gets a score, it'll get that score. But we're going to assume at this point that it's not going to come out by the end of the year after these gaming events, which for a number of us is interesting because I have four, Alex has one, Dan, you still have four more, and Tom has three. So all of us could take some major hits here. I know, like, I'm almost 100% certain The Last Night and Spelunky 2 are not coming out this year. So, like, I know at least half of mine are probably not coming out. Yeah, I feel like, especially with Spelunky 2, we would know. Well, yeah, especially because his other game, UFO 50, is still slated for this year. He even just said recently, like, he's still aiming for the end of this year. It might be next year. And Spelunky 2 is announced after UFO 50, but... Just for the sake of consistency, we're going to keep anything still listed as TBA until after the last game event, and then we'll just move everything that's TBA to delayed. So that way it's just easier to track. I don't know. It's interesting. It's uh, Anyone here could get screwed. Tom, when the hell do you think Ashen's going to come out? <sighs> I would say that like it would be like early next year, but it's like already so crowded at this point. I know. Um, I can also see them like maybe just putting it out around the holidays and hoping that, th- like, if it comes out, say maybe in January or something, where people are just like, "Oh, let me just like buy a ton of games because I got a bunch of gift cards or whatever." Like, hopefully, yeah. I don't know because I I feel like that game is so unknown. But they did say it's going to be day one Game Pass, so you'd think they wouldn't announce that unless it's soon. Because that that mm. game could either be like fucking September first. They're just like, boom, here's this yeah. month's Game Pass. Ashen's now available, or it might not be till next year. I mean, you know, uh, Nintendo just had uh, an announcement of a bunch of indie titles, and they like right. shadow dropped like two games. Right. That that game, Morph- Morphe's Law. Oh, re- it's not good. Really fun. Have you oh, played yeah. it? Sorry, I, was... I, I should have said this earlier on games we played. <laughs> when that dropped, yeah. I went and downloaded it on my Switch. Boy, does that uh, game not play well. Uh, that's a shame. I was, I you know, I was like so close to purchasing. Oh, do not. Um, the game, but I was like, you know what? This reeks of a game that on the surface looks like fun, but I don't know if it was executed too well. Yeah, it is not. It's not. Mm. You know, speaking of those indie title releases, Nintendo just announced they have another indie drop in a week, which is good for you and Alex because you need that Kentucky Route Zero TV edition to come out, and Alex needs Wargroove to come out, and both of those are Switch titles for mm. the reviews. So that uh, you know, better cross your fingers there. So that's the um, fantasy draft update. 
guys, we got to talk about Nintendo. Um, Let's talk I mean, about we do them. that a lot, but okay. That's true. Yeah. We do do that. We never talk. We, we don't talk about them enough. Yeah, Let's no, talk we never them. talk. You know, if there's any one thing we don't do on this podcast, guys, it's talk about Nintendo. I mean, usually we have nothing but praise for their online systems. So I mean, this has to be <laughs> yeah. the same stuff, right? Uh, nothing but praise. I got to say, I am interested in the whole getting free, like getting NES games that are also going to play online with their online service. And I'm happy that the service is only twenty dollars a year when it comes out, um, because. That would suck if I had to pay something equivalent to Xbox Live for a service that's worse than Xbox Live was in 2005. That being said, they still can't make Super Mario Party have full online features. It was just shown off. They just showed off a bunch of the features and games. And I'm watching this video, right? And I'm looking at the breakdown of all the things that were announced. And I'm like, this looks fucking great. Everything here looks awesome. They're like, oh, you got your regular dice. You got custom dice. Custom dice per character give you different advantages, disadvantages which now gives you a reason to select different characters. I'm like, oh, super cool. Bowser gets these bonuses where Mario gets those bonuses. Great. Now I know why you want to pick one character over the other. Then they're like, oh, by the way, online is just going to be mini games. There is no fully fledged board game multiplayer experience. You I can mean, basically just go in and play video games. It's mini something games. that the video game community has been struggling for years. Like there's never been a board game you can play over, you know, with your friends online on a console. Like, uh, <laughs> It's not like we've been playing games like, I don't know, Monopoly for Risk. years, Risk. Oh, I'd love a good uh, Risk game. Like, it, the board game aspect of it is so fucking simple. I don't understand why that's the hard part. The mini games, yeah. if anything, should be the hard part. So, wait, they're cutting, cutting out the the mini game entirely? No, no, they're keeping uh, the, the, the mini games. They're cutting out the board sorry. game entirely. So, basically, we could just go into a window and play mini games. That seems like that defeats the purpose. It, it does. does. It does. Oh, that sucks. Because the mini games are always like they're pretty fast and they're a little shallow. So part of the fun of the mini games is the tension that you have on like, oh, I need to win this mini game. Yeah, it makes it more important as opposed to just randomly playing them. Yeah, if you rent like w- without the board game part of it, it's not like a thing. It's like it's just okay. Here, let's do yeah, this stupid not, thing for it's five not minutes. Mario Party, whatever. like what? exactly. Oh, there's no stakes. Sucks. There's no stakes. Wait, who picked that one up? Alex. Oh. <laughs> oh. I mean, he'll probably still get a good grade because it's fucking Mario oh, Party. Oh, wait, no, wait, wait, wait. Do I have Super Mario Party? Or did oh, I? We can only hope that's true. I didn't actually look at the list. I was going off the top of my head. I might have Super. Let's see. I have Smash. No, I got Smash and Hitman. Alex has Super Mario Party. Yep. Let's see. Because the <laughs> last one, because, man, the Wii U one. Everything has else a 66. about this game looks amazing. It's just that they cut. They cut the full game from online, which is so stupid. But local, wait, so is that the board in local? It's in yeah, local, it's just not in online. how are you sitting with your friends uh... at home playing anymore? Like, I'll do that sometimes, and by sometimes, yeah. I'll maybe do that like three times in my lifetime. Yeah. I mean, Alex, Alex and Dan are welcome to come hang out at my apartment and play. Well, that's but... the only way this would happen, because yeah. it's hard to bail from your own place. <laughs> That sucks. Because <laughs> he wouldn't show up anywhere else. That's very good. Uh, but that does suck. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. wild. It's so wild. I mean, Nintendo right now, I would say more than any other than Xbox or Sony has the most goodwill from their customers. And they are going to squander it by fucking up the online service for the third console in a row. It's like when they had the Wii, it was like, okay, look, I get it. You guys did not build this with the intention of it. Like, it's annoying. We want online, but you fucked up. You'll get it right next time. Wii U, nope, still didn't get it right. Switch, basically the exact same service it was before. 
Yeah, I mean it's uh, it's it's really funny because I shared um, the article that I wrote for GameZone before the Switch came out, right after that first, not direct, but it was like a presentation that they had where they showed off the games that were coming out and more details about the system. And I was, you remember, I was very concerned for the Switch. Yeah. Um, and I, I shared an article with my co-workers because we were just sharing like articles we've been dead wrong about. And that was, that was one of them, this article where I was like, I'm very worried. But I was reading it and I was like, oh man, the Switch service is going to be as bad as we always feared. Yep. Like when that drops, it's going to be so shit. Oh God, why do they shoot themselves in the foot? They could run the I world. Know. I don't know. I I don't know why they can't get equivalent functionality on their online services to what I had on Halo 2 in the original Xbox in 2005. Is it? Is it just they don't like they haven't figured out what people like about online yet? Is that just like a misunderstanding of? I think it's. I think it's. It's got to be. Actually, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I mean, we we've talked about this before. I think it's a mix of traditional japanese like just like how but you say that and like sony's a japanese right. company like but it's very americanized sony sony is like the playstation is is a very americanized yeah. nintendo is kind of stuck in a very traditional sensibility nintendo also has some fears about what making a more open more accessible online system would mean for uh abuse and i mean yeah but like come on every fucking kid plays minecraft online and fortnite online now like the days where children weren't playing video games on the internet is gone and for me that's what boggles my mind is that on the one hand they're being very forward thinking with all of the um you know the survive together stuff where you know cross play and all oh my this God. yeah but like that kind of totally contradicts like yeah, but you can't talk, like, you can't, if I want to have a fucking chat with my friend who owns a Switch, we have to take our phones out. Yeah. It's nuts. And yep. I'm just so worried that the Switch Online is not going to work in Smash, and it's going to be a lag fest, and it's going to be broken, and I oh, will boy. lose my fucking mind if that shit happens. I hope it happens. Yeah. I, yeah I, know you, I know you do. Especially because <laughs> you, uh. I just want to see Chris, like, curled up in a ball in the corner being like, they fucking couldn't do it. They couldn't do it. Couldn't no, I'm gonna it. go on like a Trump-style tweet storm. It'll be like 3 a.m. Oh, that's and I'll it. Just... Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought you were going on like a Michael Douglas type, like rage through like Los Angeles. There was a movie that came out in, like in the early 90s. Uh, Michael Douglas played a character who just like he snaps and just goes on like a shooting rampage through Los Angeles. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, that being said, I'll probably at least go on a tweet storm. Oh, I'm looking forward to it. I feel like. That won't penalize Nintendo at all. It'll just penalize no. us as someone yeah. that has. Uh, that unfortunately, we'll have to see all these tweets. But when I have no way to play the dream game that is Super Smash Bros. Ultimate online because it's a broken thing, I'll have nothing left to lose, Dan. So that's fine. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing left to lose when you lose everything. <laughs> and by everything, I mean Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. It's going to be the greatest <laughs> game ever made. I'm not sure if you guys are ever aware. Okay. Unless it's not, which is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> unless the unless the online is fucked. I mean, I guess I just don't see how that's. Yeah, that's very possible. Fuck, I'm so worried about that. <sighs> okay. I'm really glad I did not pick up Smash now. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. 
that's the sound for listener mail. If you want to send us some listener mail, you can email us at email at unrankedpodcast.com. That's email at unrankedpodcast.com. Or you can hit us up at unrankedpodcast on Twitter, if you please. All right, so we got a couple in on Twitter. I got a DM as well as we got two tweets here. So let's start out with those. Okay, so this first one came in from Nona. Haven't heard from Nona in a bit. Thanks for listening and writing in. Whomst among you has the most big dick energy is my question. <laughs> I'd say Dan. Do I? I? I was actually just searching for a definition on it because I'm not exactly sure. What it, like, I know what it means, but I'm not like... Big dick energy is the the personality type that doesn't feel like it needs to compensate. Like... Um... I, I know what the one true answer to this question is. It, so far, it's interesting to me that you went with Dan because that's what I anticipated. But there's a part of me that thought you might go with Alex. And I think Alex is no, a Alex very does wrong not answer. Have, Alex has, <laughs> does not have big dick energy at all. Correct. He is devoid yeah, no. of big dick energy. <laughs> yeah, totally agree. I thought. I mean, I don't know if necessarily any of us have "quote unquote" big dick energy, but I would say that out of the four of us, Dan would be my answer. You know, you know who the real answer is. Who? Brittany. <laughs> Brittany's got big dick energy. <laughs> Brittany does have big dick energy. <laughs> Brittany, amongst the unranked podcast, the person with the most big dick energy is Brittany and and Therese. Brittany and Therese, basically the ladies of unranked, have the most yes, big dick energy. Yes, this is uh, true. Amongst the four of us, I would agree, Dan has the most I-don't-give-a-fuck attitude out of everyone. Yeah, It's not that I don't give a fuck. It's just... I mean, you say that all the time. You say, like, well, I don't care about anything. I do say it, but it's not that I don't. It's time. mainly, like, <laughs> I just don't think a lot of things are worth worrying about as much as you guys, I guess. Right. Like like Switch yeah. Online? <laughs> yeah, like Nintendo Switch Online. <laughs> or, like, eSports. Ah, <laughs> uh, eSports. So, the magical yeah, so, fruit. I think the real answer to this question, I'm going to just say... Uh, unless you, you really disagree, I think it's Brittany and Therese have the most big dick energy. Uh, it's like an obvious answer. So, uh, Okay, the next one came in from Jackie Alvarez. Question here is, if you guys were females playing games, how do you think you would handle all the attention from guys? Because let's be honest, it's still happening. Hmm. I, I, I wasn't, I mean, I don't think about it happening ever because... The last time we, like, I guess played without us just living in party chat with with ourselves, you know, was so long ago that, like, we never come across anyone else, let alone, let alone like, girls or guys. This is, this is exactly what I was thinking. Because obviously I had to think back to, okay, what was the last time I've played with other women that was, like, random, right? Like, what's the last yeah, like time I Halo randomly played? Three? Yeah. Yeah. Linner chick. Like, Linerchick's, like, the only interaction I we've hope, had with that. I hope she listens. I don't know who this... I, I never played with this person, but I know, like, the Did you not play stories. Halo 2 with us? You played Halo 3 with us for I a bit, I did, too. but never with this person. Um, And I would remember, because we'd hear it all the time. Like, every time we would enter a party, the dudes on the other team would be like, Oh, you a girl? Oh, it's a girl. And then, obviously, they'd start saying nasty shit the whole time. But, God, man, ever since Party Chat came out, we don't fucking ever talk to random people. That shit, like, never happens. Yeah. Not that it doesn't. Just to us, we never run into randos anymore. Right. And we haven't in a while. That being said, I'm sure this shit still hap- still goes on. So Yeah, it's probably really oh, annoying. Of course. If I had to guess. God. <laughs> from back. If it's, if it's anything like it was back in the day, I assume it's still really annoying. Oh, it's it's probably even worse, to be honest. I feel like just 
the whole like even you know the 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 stuff with ninja came out last week yeah or maybe it was the week before where he was saying i have a wife i'm a huge streamer if i stream with women the there's a concern that um you know there'll be rumors and there'll be you know the people think we're flirting and stuff like that and i think it's an it's 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 not a black and white discussion um but i do think it is that mentality is an extension of sexism in gaming culture i'm not i'm not saying ninja is sexist for doing that but i think that he is a little misguided in his thoughts i've i'm a big greg miller fan right and he's he does you know more you know morning shows and one time he had like this this uh woman who writes for GameSpot on his morning show and she came on and i was just thinking to myself i was like oh my god they're flirting oh that you know he's he's cheating on her with his wife and i just thought like that's that's kind of crazy to me to to think that you simply you're concerned that you simply gaming with someone of the opposite gender is going to bring on some kind of backlash now granted i'm not a streamer that has hundreds of thousands of viewers who's getting all kinds of mail and stuff and um but i i think it's a little bit like with the ninja situation to me it's like well if you're concerned that streaming with women is going to be detrimental to your marriage then like surely just streaming in general like the attention that bring is brought onto you by just being an internet celebrity anyway is like detrimental to your career like sure surely that sure uh, sorry to your marriage like surely that is just as as stressful on the marriage yeah i mean the whole thing Um, is stupid right like the whole thing's nuts he i i I understand that like there's possibly maybe a real reason for him to say those things also maybe like i don't know maybe there's a reason his wife doesn't trust him (laughs) yeah quite (laughs) frankly when you're like the leader when you're the the person that sets the tone for streaming you need to you are now responsible you have a responsibility yes exactly so but the question jackie asked us is what would we do if we were women and dan answered the question for us which is i would just be in party party chat with people i know and i wouldn't talk to hell i I do that when i'm a guy (laughs) and what sucks about that though is and i would imagine uh especially for some women like because I've known girls who play online and they just don't use voice chat because they don't want other guys to know. So they might not talk about the fact that they game in real life as well. Yeah. So they might not have as many like actual friends to go. Like, I don't know. But I would think if you're worried about telling people in a virtual space, you probably run to the same issues in real life. So it's like even harder than it's like you might not have the crew because like it's such a fucking boys club. Uh, but and yeah, so party someone, chat. someone just party someone chat. just I just I literally just saw a tweet right before we started recording where someone had said that that Uber driver it was a, it was a, a woman who tweeted this. She, the you know the Uber driver asked like oh what do you do and stuff and she said I'm 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 a professional like streamer or gamer. Yeah, and he was basically just quizzing her the whole Uber oh, ride God. on gaming stuff. Because he was like, no, there's no way you can be a gamer. What, what, you know, like. Yeah, yeah, gatekeeping. <laughs> yeah, worst people ever. Oh, my God. <sighs> All right. That alien invasion can't come fast enough. Yeah. <laughs> what? I mean, come on. There's no such thing as aliens. Just kidding. That's a stupid argument, too. All right. Last one. This one came in on Twitter as well. This one came from Callie. And Callie says, hi, I just started listening to you, and you guys are the funniest. 
I just watched 13 Going on 30 after Christian mentioned it on another show. Hadn't seen it in a long time. One of my favorite movies. If your 13-year-old self was suddenly transported into your current self, what would you think? Oh, Jesus. Stay unranked. Uh, and then she has a PS as an alternate like question for us. Let's answer this one first. Yo, if my 13-year-old self was suddenly transported into my body, I would be so pumped. Because first of all, I was like chubby and I had the most awkward like facial hair like growing in like just this very light terrible mustache on my face uh worst haircut dressed terribly i would be very excited to see where i was while like back then i would have a lot less concern about my future <laughs> yeah mine is very uh similar as, uh, to to yours as well i would definitely say that especially with just like currently in the last few months i would definitely be like oh cool we like did it <laughs> although if like it was like currently transported to myself and it was like is it is it just my current personal situation because that's dope but if it's like my 13 year old self because what i was 13 in 2005 um so we're like a couple of years out from like Wait, obama right 13 five i was born in 92 <laughs> right so we're a couple when years out. When did I out. meet you? 2010? Yeah, 2010. Oh I my was god, 18. you were just a babe. Yeah, yep. Just a young babe. Yeah, just a young, young buck. It always um, bothers me when people use babe instead of baby. It sounds, <laughs> sounds relationshipy. But it, like, if I, if I, was, <laughs> if I was uh, transported into my, uh, into my current self, and I was, I was like, oh yo, like Trump's president. I'd be like, well, yeah. <laughs> Although, think about it this way, dude. When you're 13, as much as you might know that that's a bad thing, you wouldn't care about it or understand as it as much. much. No, yeah. I think the first thing you'd be like is like, oh, this is what I'm gonna look like. Yeah. Oh no, definitely, definitely. It would be all the personal shit first. Yeah. I would be happy that I like lost weight, but I'd also be like, come on, we, we can do it. <laughs> come, on. come on. If you're gonna do it, do it all the way. <laughs> you just go to the mirror. Be... Come on. Come on. <laughs> Yeah, I I recently uh, I recently um filmed. People can go to Kotaku dot com, uh, and watch me on a video where I discuss whether you should play Dark Souls or Bloodborne as your first Souls game. Oh yeah, Bloodborne, Spoiler a game alert. we just got yelled at for not having on the grossest games list. Oh, uh, that's yeah, damn. Hey man, we told them what the what the lists were going to be ahead of time. They could have they could have given us their input <laughs> then. You missed it's it's definitive. These lists are definitive, and they'll never, I will not have them questioned. They are factually in stone, yeah. I will not stand um, for it. I was, watching, I was watching the video, and I was like, oh, my God. I Since moving to New York, man, I have just put on so much weight. <laughs> I am... It needs it needs to stop. It needs to stop. The carbs need yeah, to stop Yeah, that was a bad angle on top of that, that shot. Into my mouth. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I wasn't the producer on that, so... <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, if only. Yeah, you'd have like a beauty dish on yourself. Yeah, yeah, it would be. <laughs> um, well, I would have just like cast Dwayne Johnson. I would have been <laughs> like, "Can you just sit here and like, I'll just dub my lines in later." Oh yeah, yeah, because yeah. you're great at that. No, <laughs> oh, that's very good. Um. Okay, Dan, do you have input on this, or should we go to the next question? See, if I was 13, all of a sudden I got magically transported to now. See, a lot of shit's happened. Like, that was... See, when I was 13, it was 2001, so that was an interesting year. Things happened. The world changed a lot. I'd probably be like, wow, there's a lot more porn that's easier to get to now. 
Hell yeah. Like uh I'll used, to be, used to be a struggle. And now it's it's just <laughs> everywhere. You can just you could be now going to like it used to be a struggle. You're like trying to like look up like a sports score and all of a sudden you're just watching some weird gangbang all of a sudden. Uh, like how'd this even happen? There's just porn everywhere. The great thing for me is if I transport into the future, I'd be like, yeah, you don't have that parental blocker anymore that your parents yeah. put on your Oh, computer. I never had that. Yeah, my dad was super, and I wasn't even, even though I found ways to get around it, I wasn't even looking really at that much stuff when I was a teenager. Huh. Like, nothing too hardcore. I never had that. Interesting. Yeah. Have your parents ever caught you watching porn? No. No, 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 no. Dan? Not that I know of. They've never caught me what like in the midst of watching it, but they my dad has definitely like seen my browser history a couple of times. <laughs> you gotta clear oh, that man. shit. Yeah, you, uh, gotta amateur clear, hour. you gotta clear yeah. the browser. I think thirteen year old me would also be like, I think why, it's a little I, it's not too much to ask for parents to give a little privacy and understand you're a grown boy with desires. Yeah, you know what I so I had I had a Motorola Mac around this age, right? A Motorola a Mac? Yeah, this was during the age of the Mac clones, uh Mac OS eight. Okay. Uh, this is around like 12, 13 years old. Um, they licensed their software and allowed Motorola. They, Motorola made like Mac towers. It was wild. Anyway, we had a zip drive on it. So I had my own zip drive where I could store everything. It was like 100 megabytes. So I could load a fuck ton on there. So I downloaded my own. We use Netscape Navigator. I downloaded whatever the early like Mozilla thing was. Mm. And I had that on my zip drive. So I wouldn't have to like clear or anything. I would. I would only browse... The internet, I had everything saved to my zip drive. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. then I could just, like, keep it. You don't have to worry. No one else could use the same browser. Because uh, it didn't have, like, user logins or anything back then. Right. That's you know? Wow, that's some hacker love. That's some Mr. Robot shit right there, dude. Yeah. I just realized <laughs> something. We would ha- like If we came in here from when we were 13, well, for at least Chris and I, and we showed up to this moment in time, we would not understand how to use these cell phones. Yeah, I was yeah. just thinking that too. Our phones That's would blow point. our fucking minds. We yeah. like, yeah. I didn't have a cell phone back then. They existed, but like, I didn't have one. I don't think till high school. So I was still like right. middle school then. And I had even when I got one, it was like the shittiest little thing with just like it looked like a phone, just tinier. Yeah, I'd be so and now much it's a more fucking obsessed with my square phone. flat thing. Like I would be like, how the fuck is this? <laughs> also, so when I was thirteen, it was like two thousand. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Fuck, man. Like, Super Smash Bros. 64 was out. Melee wasn't even out yet. Cube wasn't out yet. So I would Pokemon have been... Pokemon Gold Silver just released. Yeah, I would have been <laughs> losing my fucking... I'd be going ape shit. I'd be on my 3DS. Yeah. I'd be on my Switch. I'd be looking at YouTube. I'd be like, Yo, this is fucking amazing. Dude, it is, it is kind of crazy to think of, like, how far technology has come, like, yeah. since we were a kid. It, I'd it, probably it, get into a car accident. Because I wouldn't know how to drive, and I'd try it anyway. I would probably be an equally good driver. I think I would <laughs> still be a good driver. I, 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 At 13? Yeah, I think I would be. Distance, you know, height and distance But you didn't know pedals. how to drive at 13. You had Are never you just done saying it. the words distance and height in different orders? But it it's not a hard thing. concept, though. It's, it's not really a, not hard. Look, it's not a hard concept, but it it's not as easy as you get in and just do it on your first shot. Yeah, but I'm not. But I also don't think I would have crashed. Yeah, if you were 13 and you joined your 30 year old body, would it like? Would you have like the muscle memory, the proprioception to have sex, or would it be like really weird and you'd have no idea and you'd be like freaked let's, out again? Yeah, like let's when just, you were a virgin. Let's assume all proprioception is. Oh well, yeah, you'd be freaked out by it. You'd definitely be freaked out by it. 
because like it's one of those things like once you have done it you're like okay now it's like i know you know but like i don't know if you would if you had muscle memory that i said oh that's where that goes (laughs) (laughs) well i mean at 13 i still knew that a penis went in a vagina i don't know there's a lot of holes i definitely wouldn't have been good at it that's for sure but would you if you were a 30 year old no, not that you're I don't 30 think, yet. I don't but think if you're so. a 13 year old in your body when no, you're 30, no, because there's a there's a lot of men mental. Are we sure about a, that though? I'm I'm definitely sure about that. Are we sure like your body wouldn't just remember things? <laughs> no, because I mean that's the whole. Yeah. But then like that would defeat the purpose of you being 13 going right, into the yeah. body of it's you being 13 year old self. It is you mentally as a 13 year old. Right. Yeah. I feel, definitely feel like I yeah. would not be... Muscle memory isn't a thing in your muscles. It's proprioception, which is... <laughs> it, it, it's not like a little brain in your arm. <laughs> but how cool would it be if it was? That'd be so weird. That does remind me of... It'd be like of, uh, Pacific Rim. Someone's controlling the thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's funny. Oh, man. Uh, and we'll just do this PS really quick. If you can eliminate any inorganic object from existence what is it Jesus. so i guess they put that stipulation so i couldn't just say donald trump uh as i said <laughs> last week um, um any inorganic guns oh no you know what i'd rather get rid of uh atomic bombs just weapons yeah can i just do just weapons? weapons weapons is a good answer weapons nuclear weapons suck because they we could blow up the planet like a hundred times over with how many we have so like if we could just get rid of uh all of those um that would be great so weapons is a is a great one what what fucking unimportant stupid thing do you think alex would pick what like what object do you think drives alex insane that he would be so excited to get rid of that he'd be like no forget world peace i need to get rid of this thing Wasn't he trying to get rid of Blender for a while? <laughs> I do remember him trying to get rid he of that Blender. Oh, no, no, Blender no, no, for a while. <laughs> it was a cake mixer. It was a cake mixer. <laughs> was it a cake? I yeah, thought it was, it was a Blender. No, it was one of those good cake mixers. Can we oh, all just agree so that a cake mixer is just a blender of cake? Yeah, it's a it's a it's a bread blender. Yeah, <laughs> so funny. Yeah, I remember him trying to get rid of that. Yeah, he would probably do that. He'd probably do like I just have had such a terrible time. Yeah. I think Alex would say something like, everyone's car but mine. (laughs) That's a good one, though. I kind of wish that, too. (laughs) That that would be dope. (laughs) That would be so dope. (laughs) You're the only person that gets that Uh, Only, Only, though, if that meant the streets were still, like, I could, you know. They're just empty. Yeah. Everyone has to walk on the sidewalk. <laughs> but it would be hell if I had a car, but everyone could walk in the street. And the streets oh are just full God. of people. That, then it would defeat <laughs> That the would be so awful. Would, everyone's I, car but mine. That's so good. What if car you got rid of everyone's money but yours? Uh, oh. I feel like that would cause some problems for you as well. Yeah. How about you get rid of everyone's money? Yeah, but then your money would be worthless if no, no one else No, I'm saying everyone's had... money, including yours. There's no more money. Oh, just oh, no more money. But then we're just money. bartering on, on things? Jesus. Yo, we're fucked. America's fucked because we don't produce things people need. Yeah. We're, we're, we're like uh, entertainment, travel, like fucking tech. We don't actually have like raw materials. <laughs> We'd be all fucked. We have, we, we're talking we about have, all uh, that coal, all that clean, coal. beautiful coal. Oh, yeah. great. Yeah, that's <laughs> what we need. Oh, shit, Tom. Could yeah. we get rid of all of the uh, pollution? But I feel like that's sure kind of all the pollution. It's it's Some not. It's good. I guess she said inanimate, so I guess so. Uh, I mean, but, that would be the one, right? How about all the plastic pollution. from the ocean? 
Oh, oh, that's a good one. That's that's a, a good one. one. That's but a good plastic one. Plastic in general. Can you get rid of? Is is an we idea just, we just an inanimate object? Again, so quickly. Is, is an idea is an idea an inanimate object? Oh, what idea like, would you get like rid to get of rid of homelessness oh. or world hunger? Oh, yeah, but I'd rather get rid of everyone else's car. with alex gone this is our final top fives we didn't announce these this week because we thought boy it's really important to make sure he didn't know what he was getting into that's right this week we're going to be talking about the top Rome slash Julius Caesar things. So we're going to do the uh, movies, <laughs> so television series, books, locations, facts, and fans of Julius Caesar, as well as the top five excretions and bodily fluids. Because what goes with Rome better? Yeah. So we've got we've got three different top fives here. One is an actual top five. The other one is just a, a list of number ones. So let's just start out with that list of number ones. Let's knock that out before we get into the uh, top five fans. So let's start it with facts. You guys, Rome facts. What do you guys know about Rome? It was built in a day. Oh, uh, shit. Was it? Rome? Yes. No, that's one <laughs> no of the, Rome was that, built that, in a day. That's one of the facts that everyone knows is that Rome was built Rome in a was day. built in a day. Okay, I'll put that up on the board for now. We're, and the way we're going to do this, we have five categories. We're going to pick the number one for each category because we felt it was important for us to fill the gap since Alex isn't here, talk about Rome, Julius Caesar. Yeah. And this is going to be the definitive list. In the future, there'll be no reason to ever talk about Rome no, because we we'll won't know. We won't need to talk about Rome ever again on the show. Yeah. Because this incredibly factual, incredibly detailed, yeah. you know, th- there's nothing we thought Alex would really appreciate us talking about this subject whilst he is in <laughs> Europe. Um, you know, so he has something to listen to on the way home. All right. So yeah. Rome built in a day. That's pretty good. There's, I like that so far. There's another one I got. Okay. Okay. Let's hear. I got a really good fact. So everyone knows that Ro- uh, the Romans—they were very original in their religious choices. Mm-hmm. Like they completely oh. made up this whole mythology that had never been thought of before. Correct. Okay. So like there was, was no predecessor at all to Roman mythology. Right. Okay. So Romans were the uh, the proto Scientologists. Yeah. You could say they okay. also invented the brush. Oh yeah! Did you know this? They had it on the on the you know they have those helmets with right. The, it's just a big it's a big it's sweeper. Just a big yeah, it's a big broom. Well, I've got a Sorry, couple broom. here. I meant broom, not brush. Caesar's mom was actually more important than his dad. Okay, uh, don't know. She if you had knew it that. going on. Caesar had two sisters, both named Julia. Do you think that was confusing? I bet that's, that's really that's confusing. super confusing. So there was a Julia, a Julia, and a Julius. Yeah. Wasn't there a movie called Julie and Julia? Is that what this I is? I think that was actually about Caesar's childhood. Did the three of them? Did the three of them have like a cooking channel show? Wasn't that what that movie was about? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Julia, Julia Caesar actually Julia, started Julia the and food Julius network. on every yeah. Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. On Julia, network. Julia, and Julia's. And uh, Julia Caesar that, started the food network. And they just make Caesar salads. Yeah. They only yeah, make exactly. Caesar salads. They just make variations. of Caesar's Caesar salads. favorite drink was, of course, the smoothie. That's why yeah. there's so many orange Juliuses yeah. around. Yes, yes. He right. loved, he uh, loved orange-based drinks. Now, everyone knows Caesar, uh, Rome, Italy, involved with a lot of great inventions. Um, one of my favorites, the Caesar salad. The iPhone. Oh, yes. Sorry, and the Caesar iPhone. Salad. And the iPhone. <laughs> pizza as well. I mean, yeah, I pizza. believe. A lot of I pizza. <laughs> I mean, they built the tower because it resembles like when the pizza falls to the side and the, right. box, the cheese kind of melts off. The side. So that's why they built the tower on an angle. Yeah. Oh, 
Well, okay, what about this fact? When his father died suddenly in 85 BC, Caesar had to go force, he was forced to go into hiding because there was like a power struggle. Mm, that's definitely more interesting than Orange Julius. Well, that's, I mean, those are two tough contenders. Yeah. Two tough contenders. We'll throw like one or two more out there, and then we'll just pick what we think what we think is the strongest one. So we have a lot of a lot of really great facts here. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you guys? How, how do you feel about like Rome and Italy? There's got to be some fun Roman Italy facts. Like it, it can't all be just so Caesar focused. If we're going to say the best Rome or Caesar fact, right? I think we got some. We get, we have some regular Rome and some Caesar. Did you know concrete was a Roman invention? But like, are we sure about that? Is there is there Chris is there is there any um I don't know how to describe it solid evidence? <laughs> Rome wasn't even the capital of Italy until 1870. Oh, eight, eight, 1870? Yeah. Like it was actually uh because of the Civil War. They changed it after like the American Civil War. Like 140 years ago? Yeah, Florence was the capital up until 1870. Oh. Did you know um SPQR stands for Senatus Populisque Romanus. I did actually. I did. The Senate and the people of Rome. Friends, Romans, countrymen. That's a good fact. That's not a fact, even. That's it like is not a even. Fact. No, no, no. It's, you can't just say it's, it's, what, it's like life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. None of that's a fact. Did you know that Rome stands for <laughs> really old meat eaters? They yeah, because they love their salami. Yep. yep. They love their pepperoni. Mm-hmm. They love their pancetta. Oh man, I could go for some fucking pancetta right now. God damn. So far, like, I mean, this is a lot of great Rome facts. Great statistical. Really important Rome facts. Right now, I'm struggling because the Orange Juliuses and Rome being built in a day are very important facts. I would argue maybe the most important facts. What do you guys yep. think so far out of what we've mentioned? Oof. I like Orange Julius a lot. Yeah, I think I think the fact that we only have Orange Juliuses today because of, of Julius Caesar is a great Actually, Rome fact. I, also, I do also like the fact that they had a TV show called Julia, Julia, and Julius. I yeah, but it didn't get good. picked up after one season. No, really. And they still have they still have Orange Julius. Rachel Ray's yeah. show was biting into that <laughs> yeah. viewership. Right. Yeah, she loves to say mozzarella. <laughs> okay, so Orange Julius it is then. Okay, so Orange, Orange Julius created by Julius Caesar. Because he had a fetish for oranges. And, and he knew that in the same way... That's how he juice them. He, f- he would fuck them. He he also, oh, he, and that's how it, co- it gets like a thick. That like, Rome was once conquering the world. He would spread the word of Julius Caesar no greater than creating Orange Julius. It's it's penetrated even the Americas, which at yes. the time they didn't really know existed. No, definitely did not. But that just speaks to the out like the reach that his message had. It reached even countries that didn't even exist yet. So that's the real dark horse candidate. All right. So number two, these are locations in Rome. These are the we're gonna pick the best number one location in Rome. Let me just like rattle off a couple from the top here. Uh, Orange before, Julius headquarters. Before we get you know before we get too deep into this, obviously you have the Roman Colosseum, right? That's right. Good one. You've Solid got choice. the for Italy. You've got the Leaning Tower of Pizza, right? Leaning mm-hmm. Tower of Pizza. You've got the Vatican City. You got the the uh, Pantheon. Not the Parthenon, the Pantheon. Spanish Steps, not actually made by the Spanish, interestingly enough. Uh, also, and th- this is the real dark horse candidate. I think that this is probably the number one location in Italy that everyone wants to go to. Uh, it's right off of the Christopher Columbus Highway, and you will find in Rome a Sparrows. Everyone mm. goes to it. 
Everyone loves this Sparrows. It yep. is the ultimate place for Italian cuisine in Italy. You can find it right in the heart of Rome. Um, I think it'd be thought, hard to argue. See, I thought for Sparrows, I thought that was authentic New York City pizza. Yeah, and I mean, look, the New Yorkers well, they were influenced after, by the Italians. but Yeah, it was the Italians that emigrated from Italy to New York. They were like, we have to bring this amazing chain of restaurants that started family, family-friendly, you know, uh, family cooking. Because think about Italy. it. If you're like, I'm going to travel to Italy to have the best Italian cuisine, where would you go before you go to Sparrows? Nowhere. Uh, anywhere else is a, is an incorrect answer. Yeah. I was thinking, obviously, like, also, everyone loves coffee. There is a Starbucks right nearby this Sparrows, yeah. but, but I really per- think the that's... pizza comes first. But that's that's the great thing about it's the one two punch of the Starbucks and the Sbarros. Yeah. The proximity of the two. Like yeah. if you, you know, need those two very necessary things while you're in Italy, like they're right right next to each other. Do we have do we have any more entrance into location or are we just gonna go with Sparrows? I'm throwing my weight behind it. Especially when you said there's a Starbucks down the road. Okay. Sparrows it is. Yeah. Alright, so the the Sparrows in Rome. Boy, Alex is gonna be so excited that we took care of this for him yeah. because it's it's gonna be such we've a whole trip. He, we've got listed. his whole trip planned out. Yeah, you know? he's gonna be so excited to listen to this on his on his travel back. Yeah, <laughs> he's gonna, he's gonna be listening to this, and I think the whole time just getting angrier and angrier. <laughs> Especially when we told him we said his wife has big dick energy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we've talked about the facts of Rome. We've talked about locations in Rome. Books. Books about Rome, Julius Caesar. Alex would have been so good to have here for this, but we're going to do more work for him. I've got some great ones listed here. We've got Julius Caesar, Rubicon. Everyone knows about Rubicon, right? Cleopatra, very important when it comes to Caesar. There's a book, Caesar, Life of a Colossus by Adrian Goldsworthy. Obviously, SPQR, Rome's Last Citizen. I feel like... None of those really encompass Rome. Yeah. Like Romeo and Juliet. Oh, Romeo yeah. and Juliet. It has also Rome right the in the name. Also, the novelization of the hit TV show Rome. Oh, novelization of the hit television yeah. show Rome. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, let me throw another one the out there to you. The audiobook is voiced by... Uh, Please tell me it's Jeff Goldblum. Yes, it is. Oh, right. yeah, so that would right. be so good. Um, Italy, this book... the w- m- world's most famous Roman. <laughs> this book doesn't have an audiobook. It should, uh, but this is t- Travel Between the Lines. It's a coloring book, an adult coloring book of Rome. Mm. Ooh. There was also, uh, the. it was a book written about uh, a group Not of just animals trying connected. to find their way home. I believe it was called Romeward Bound. Oh, shit. Romeward yeah. Bound. They were trying to find their way home to Rome. Yeah. Is that, what uh, was the first ha- one you mentioned, pa- Dan? Romeo, Romeo and, and Juliet. Juliet. Yeah. Romeo and Juliet. It has obviously, Rome right in the name. It's it's obviously the first thing you hear. Well, you know what's funny about Romeo and Juliet is that it was actually called Romeo and Julia. It was about I was Ro- was Romeo, oh. who was the man of Rome. Okay, well, if that's the case, then we really should, so old, we should pick Romeo so and Juliet. But it's so old that through translation, it's accidentally, been, it's accidentally been mistranslated to Juliet, but it is Julia. And it oh. is one of Julius Caesar's sisters. We don't know which one. It might be both of them, to be honest. It could be both of them combined into one character. Yeah. Like, you know when books do yeah, that? Yeah, they stole a little bit of one, you know, stole a little bit of the personality of one. Like they took the family yeah. heritage of one and the religious values of the other. And yeah. They combined them together. Yeah. You know, Juliet was just a mistranslation of plural for Julia. Correct. Yes, Juliette. Well, later on, they didn't understand. I think I think knowing this now, we have to put our weight behind Romeo and Juliet, um, as Tom said. Yep. As the best book about Rome. The best book. So, 
Alex has talked about a lot of books about Rome. I know a lot of you out there are interested in them. We have definitively answered they the question. They don't come close Romeo to this one. and Juliet. Yeah. Great. Awesome. All right, two more here. We can uh, we can move on to our, our next list here. The best television show. The best television show about Rome. Now, Tom, you just mentioned the hit HBO series Rome. Yeah. Rome. But the novel the, but it's not as good as its novelization. Oh. So, okay. Um, well, there was a Julius Caesar series in 1979. There was a Caesar television miniseries in 2002 that was on TNT. How about Empire? That was ABC's mm, miniseries yeah, in 2005. Terrence oh, Howard. is that the one with uh, uh, what's his name? Was it? Yeah, with Terrence with Terrence, Terrence Howard. Howard. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Terrence Howard. Yeah. yeah. So Empire. I have one other here. Uh, I don't know if you guys have any additional ones. This I think is the best depiction of Julius Caesar and Rome. So I think it, it's why I would put it pick there. this. Yeah, uh, it was a late Cartoon Network series named Time Squad in which the characters would travel through time and meet historical figures. In it, reoccurring character Julius Caesar and uh, Rome. They would go to Rome. They'd have to help Julius Caesar, who it turns out was actually kind of a punk bitch. Mm, yeah, totally, yep. Uh, Chris, I actually can one-up that because I just thought of the best example of the televised version of Rome. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Tell me, so, please. So... You may have, you may have heard of this before. There's actually a, uh, I, I'd say a, a collection of shorts or a mini series of mm-hmm. of uh, maybe, maybe they're advertisements. I don't know. Uh, their their main character uh, he loved pizza. Um, I believe it was uh, modeled after Caesar when he was a kid. Uh, it's called Little Caesars. Oh, Little Caesars. Pizza, pizza. I'm not, I'm not, I mean, the pizza, I know about the pizza, that was a TV show. But they are the best commercials. It was a collection of shorts, the commercials. When you oh, get together, it's almost yeah. like watching a yes. TV show. And their television, their televised commercials. They were so rich in factual it w- They were very factual. They let you know like back, how much their pizza cost. Like, back in Roman cost. times, a, a pizza cost five ninety nine. Yeah, and also the phone number you can And was hot and ready. Yeah. Yeah, $5 hot and ready's. They're still supporting society today. And Dan, you can say they were very you. just forward thinking, you know, about, yeah. you know, because they had, you know, they would mention the telephone numbers. And in Rome, it was, you know, Rome, such a pioneer of its time. And much like how Rome was a, a, such a forward thinking nation, Little Caesars, such a forward thinking pizza chain with the five minute hot and ready. One could argue the oldest pizza chain. They've been around since ancient Rome. Yeah. Yep. I'm in on it. I'm in on it. Little so Caesars. The, so the best TV show about Rome. The best thing the to watch on television is the little is a Little Caesars miniseries, also known as commercials. Yeah. Lock it in. Lock, Lock it in. in. Locked in. So right, and then we just got to knock out movies. Oh right, we haven't. Even we got to knock out movies. movies, right? I have yeah. quite I have quite a strong list of contenders. So if you'll just allow me to to throw some of these out there for you here, because with movies there's a lot. Obviously, you're gonna have Gladiator. Right, mm. you gotta have Gladiator, Anthony and Cleopatra, fucking classic. The standard, just Cleopatra, another important, strong film here. Julius Caesar, great movie, great movie. Giants of Rome, a lot of strong classic movies. I mean, Roman Holiday, Roman Holiday, yeah, Roman Holiday. You've Roman got, uh, you've got the Lizzie McGuire movie, another classic that takes place in Rome. That's that's true. How about uh, Just Married with Aston Kutcher and Brittany Murphy, where they go to Italy, they go to Rome for their honeymoon, and uh, another, series another of, classic. Yeah, debauchery. I think it events. really helped the long term careers of both. Absolutely. So wait, the Lizzie McGuire movie was was set in Rome. 
Yeah, they went on a oh, uh, school trip to Rome. I definitely where she meets like a random Italian guy and then runs the, into her twin yeah. who looks exactly like her, but of course is Italian and isn't related at all. You know oh. what's? You know what? To actually be serious for a second, I I'm being I, dead serious about this. Oh guys. yeah, sorry, 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 sorry. Of course, but to be extra serious, um, I I was going to say it wasn't one of the Parent Trap movies set there, but it sounds like the Lizzie McGuire movie just stole. The plot to Parent Trap. <laughs> no, no. So she, they weren't actually twins. So like, there's a, apparently a random pop star in the movie that is also played by Hilary Duff, mm. uh, with dark hair, obviously a wig, uh, and uh, she has to take her place for reasons that I can't remember because I didn't. I don't remember that much about the movie. Right. I was a much bigger Hilary yeah. Duff fan than Miley Cyrus. Oh, well, I think most people for people would are. I mean, especially for people our age, Chris, that makes yeah. sense. Mm. She was That's the true. Miley Cyrus of. Uh, youth i think that's true i just like that she she made it out and i feel like she did the thing and she didn't have like an episode like all of she married a hockey player and had a kid though it kind of that, that's what i'm saying like she led uh, a normal yeah, but, life uh, I mean, it kind of ruined it for me as someone that was just hoping she'd be around randomly when i was around randomly yeah i mean i'm just saying like i i like the fact that she went on to have a normal non-eventful yeah. life compared to many of the disney children who have yeah. had and for I, those uh, reasons, I think I many think of them do go on to normal lives. I think it's we just hear about the few that don't a lot. Yeah, I suppose. But I think I think for that reason, though, Christian, the Lizzie McGuire movie is definitely. What's the, the name most... of this movie, Dan? The, the Lizzie McGuire movie. It's just literally the title of the movie. Okay. They, the they just they were so it was so like obvious they didn't want to go crazy with it. Okay. Look, I I really think Just Married is probably just as good, but. I love Lizzie, so I'm not going to fight I mean, that. We can make it a tie. No, I, lo- I love Lizzie. I love Lizzie. And if it came uh, down to Lizzie or Ashton, just married. it's going to be Lizzie. Top five, top number ones. We have Orange Julius, number one location, uh, number one fact, created by Julius Caesar. Number one location, The Sparrows in Rome. The number one book, Romeo and Juliet. The number one television series, Little Caesars. And the number one movie, Lizzie McGuire. Hells yeah. I, th- I don't see any way Alex cannot be happy with that list. We tried really hard. Like, he wouldn't do this for us. With so much research went into this. No way. Tom, you wanted to discuss, you had a great idea, the top five fans Mm. of Rome, Italy, and Julius Caesar. I'm going to just throw it out there. In the top five, Tom Caswell, Dan Wee, and Christian Humes. Oh, we're taking the number one, two, and three spots. Uh, And those are interchangeable. Yeah. You know, you can interchange those, I think. I'm just going to list number one three times, and then we'll have number four and five. That makes perfect sense. Okay. I mean, who would, who, who, what other trio would provide such a amazing list of locations and books and TV shows, et cetera, about That's true. Rome? That's true. Except for the top three fans of Rome and Julius Caesar. So with that being the case, we need to figure out who takes number four and five spot. Jesus at number four. Jesus at number four. Okay, that's Rabbi, G- Rabbi Christ. He's a big fan of the Romans. I think um, is how that story goes. Well, let's let's just throw out all the names, and then we'll pick two. Uh, okay. I'm gonna say Carl Pilkington's in there. Possibly, he might be. He's a big fan. Loves he to loves travel. To travel. Loves it's, to travel. Uh, he exploring new cultures, opening his mind to new ways of life. Yeah, that's it's true. His total his bag. That's very true. How about? I mean, employees of Orange Julius. Oh yeah, and the employees of Little Caesars. Yeah, um, Dan and Sabaros. <laughs> Earlier, you mentioned one to me, which I'm a huge fan of, uh, Papa John himself. I didn't mention that, but okay. That so oh, that was Tom. Either. That was Tom. Yeah, I'm sorry. Pa- Papa John. 
I guess uh, what about Dom- in that case? What about Domino from Domino's? Mr. Domino. Mr. Domino. Yeah. The Noid. Fats Domino. The, the Noid. The Noid. You got to avoid the Noid. I thought. Yeah, you do have to avoid the Noid. Santa Claus. Okay. You wouldn't have without the Romans, <laughs> without without the child predators. You wouldn't Whoa. have Santa Claus. Whoa. Whoa. I don't. I don't know where we going with Santa. How how do they link? Because without without Jesus, mm. like that all comes right, from the Santa right, Claus thing. Point. Like he doesn't right. exist without. So Sa- Santa Claus would be unemployed if it weren't for the. Seems right. like a bit of a stretch. So probably reindeer then. Reindeer. Yeah. I but I think there are two for package: Santa Claus and his reindeer. Santa Claus and reindeer. Santa Claus and, and the and elves. Reindeer. Just um, all the all the residents of the North Pole. The Pope. Yeah. It's the Pope. Then again, he stays in the Vatican City. L- He's I not mean, like, Lizzie oh, McGuire. I love Rome. She wouldn't have had that movie. Mm. Lizzie McGuire. She wouldn't have been able to have a kid with a hockey player and have a nice quiet life or whatever. Yeah, that's a really good point. You know what? Actually, I have a really good one. Peter Capaldi. Oh, uh, right, because he played that Roman in that episode of Doctor Who. And then and he then became the doctor. Subsequently became the doctor. Yeah, yeah. I think Peter Capaldi is a strong contender. Okay, so of these, Peter Capaldi... Jesus, uh, Santa Claus and Reindeer, Papa John. Who do you think makes it into the top five? Chef Boyardee. Chef, Chef Boyardee. I mean, Chef Boyardee is definitely going to be up there. I mean, he is one of the most famous Roman chefs. Okay. Yeah. Speaking of mascots, then, it is important to note um, Captain Crunch fucking loved. He did a lot of trades, that pirate. He was mm-hmm. a captain. He had a, he had a trade ship. He loved to trade with the Romans. So, I uh, think if we're talking noid. mascots, no, the Noid. The Noid. Probably... Yeah, because everyone had, knew you had to avoid the Noid. I mean, okay. that's like, it was common knowledge. Okay, so the Noid's definitely on there. And uh, who did we say? Jesus or Papa John? I'd say Jesus. Because they're like the same person. Jesus? Jesus. Okay. Okay, so we will put the Noid, and then we'll put Jesus last. Jesus is number Perfect. five. Number five. Yeah. The number one through five top fans of Rome and Italy. Like, we're basically, we're saying these people are the authority on Rome yes. and Italy and Julius Caesar. So if you have questions about any of them, you should ask us. Ask us and no one else. We're the authority. No one knows anything greater than us because no one's a bigger fan. We've got myself, Dan, and Tom, all tied for first, the Noid in fourth, and Jesus in fifth. I'm good with that. Definitely reach out to Jesus for any questions yeah. you have. Yeah. People talk to him all the time. That's true. People talk That's to him true. all the time. You can just go to pretty much, yeah, you can do it anywhere. So this final list is going to be the top five excretions and bodily fluids. Oh, but Alex isn't here. He's such an expert on this. I know. I Honestly, like, part of me wanted to save this yeah, list for when Alex got back just it. to hear him, like, retch during because each part. When, when, but I think when, when people think of the Unranked Podcast, they think of the three of us for their Roman knowledge, and then they think of Alex true. for the excretions knowledge. That's that's true. But I know Dan is... Dan is uh, Dan's ready for this. So, Dan, if you want to read this list out for us. For excretions, our list that we have, we're looking for the top five, of course. Uh, it started off simple. We went uh, pus, cum, blood, urine, feces, sweat, smegma, vomit, or bile. I don't know why we specified there. It's really the same thing. Earwax, uh, mucus, and various gooey discharges. That's included mucus, Oh, I guess. you can get rid of the last one. The then. rest of these are gooey discharges, though. Yeah, uh, well, boogers, uh, saliva, uh, vaginal secretions, and, and Chris has rectal fluid. We can leave rectal, rectal fluid. fluid. Rectal fluid is, is, uh, would, be, would be mucus. It's anal mucus. You want to, you want to type he that? Combine that. It'll, it, slash it, it, yeah. Mucus. That'll yeah, just so get absorbed into the mucus. For that reason, then, I think mucus 
although on the surface level because that's also like like vaginal fluids not vaginal secretions but vaginal like mucus covers all of those i think mucus has to be in the top five for that reason yeah i would say mucus i would say a shout out for alex pus has to be on there because of the uh the nostril pimple popping pus um okay is definitely number one though okay so so far we've definitely got cum mucus and pus which means we've just got to pick two from here that are really like I mean I like I like taking a shit feces. Um, yeah. I think the most so so here's where we're probably gonna have trouble because there's three strong contenders and we got to pick two. I think we're really looking at smegma, Ugh, poop, no, and vomit. Well, poop and vomit then. Oh, but I'm, smegma's I'm... the only one that even made you wretch. Yeah, but at the same time though, sm- it's the grossest thing. Yes, but smegma is also gender specific. So, yeah, cum kind of is. No. I mean, kind of, I said. I mean, it depends on if cum means semen. Right. But then you. again, you can also have uh, a similar... Um, ooh, there are similar things that can happen to ladies, like yes. smegma, if they're also not cleaning oh, shop. Oh, right, yeah. So, although the word is specific, there are similar... Dick cheese. Yeah, there's similar mucus buildups that can happen. This is absurd. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting. I'm waiting for Dan to weigh in here because Dan, we need to pick between three of these things. How are you supposed to pick just one? <laughs> How can you pick? just So the one? reason I said vomit and bile is vomit's so different every time you throw up, but bile's like the shit that's in your stomach that you're throwing up. It's the stomach acid. So I just wanted to include that like on the thing, but it's 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 grouped together. I mean, let's see, we got what do we have so far? So come piss, come pus, and mucus. Are, yeah, those are, are currently on the list, but I think I I think there's just as strong of a case for for poop, vomit, and I mean, smegma. I think they're the three grossest left. Yeah, I think smegma probably has to be in there. Explain That's what smegma what is, of course. You, you already did. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's it's generally known as Tom said colloquially as dick cheese. Uh, it's a buildup of dead skin and uh, uh, genital mucus that. <laughs> uh, should that a, count as a gooey discharge? Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's also why I wrote bodily fluids. That's why I mentioned it's uh, top five excretions, bodily fluids. Yeah, um, I mean, I think... There's I think a, there's a similar buildup that can occur for women as well. I think between pus, cum, and vomit, we're probably good. I think feces is too natural and normal. Oh. I feel like everyone shits. Not everyone leaks pus and cum, but... That's fair. Tom, would you be okay then cutting poop for smegma? Because that's what Dan's suggesting. I mean, I would veto it personally. Yeah. Because it is just not like like the fact that we had to describe what it is as well. But that's because it's the nastiest thing. But that to (laughs) me, to me for this list, it's not, it's not. It's just like, it was the only one that when I said it, like when when Dan said it while reading the list. I I understand your reasoning, but like to me, top five secretions is like, I mean, poo is a classic. It is a classic. All right, smegma I'd be willing like to say very... because it's a very specific thing. I'd be willing to say we'll remove we'll remove smegma and we will make it the uh, honorable mention. Honorable mention, much like Starbucks. Yeah, like Starbucks. Smegma is the Starbucks, Starbucks is of the, the body. Smegma, yeah, and yeah. Starbucks is the smegma of coffee. Perfect. Okay. Um. So in no particular order, our top five <laughs> smegma excretions. is the Starbucks of the body. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that needs to be the episode title. <laughs> our t- There's no way our title is going to have the word smegma in it. Uh, 
But the episode itself can be riddled with the word. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back to the oh intro. I'm gonna God. be like, "Hey, everybody, welcome to episode 129 of the Smegma Cast." Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, Come so on. Our top five. If anything, it would be Poopcast or Comcast. Of the Poopcast is uh Puscast. No, Comcast is like a fucking the unranked Puss TV network. To rip you off. <laughs> Comcast rips you off. Uh, Terrible so customer cum, service. Pus, vomit, poop, and mucus. Wow. What a set of lists that we did here today. I'm also just really happy that we never have to ever talk about Italy, Rome, or Julius Caesar ever again. Never have to do it again. But we never can again. talk about secretions again. Because right. we, we need the secretion king I mean, we the could podcast. easily talk about those again. That's, a, that's an ever-changing... Yeah. It's really an ever-evolving list. Just because oh, we true. chose poop today doesn't mean we're not going to choose smegma tomorrow. Poop today, smegma tomorrow. I believe that's just as famous as the saying is, <laughs> yeah. Rome was built in a day. Yes, it was. Yes, it is. Uh, so, speaking of Rome, let's take this episode home. Boy, guys, I'm ready to play a game next week. Yeah, I'm ready to get back to our regular schedule. Yeah, I'm ready to play a game. <laughs> I'm ready to play a game. Let's, uh, let's ring this one out, though. Dan Ween, if people want to keep in touch with you, how can they do that? You can follow me on Twitter at BigDan815 and also on PlayStation under the same name and on Xbox at BigDanW815. Tommy T. Great Bertom on everything but PlayStation where I am Time Bomb Tom. If you want to continue the uh, Rome slash secretion discussion online, hit me up on one of those platforms. And I am at Christian underscore Humes on the internet. That's Twitter and Instagram. You can find me on Xbox. That's Henry Gale, the I's and L. I will change that once this fantasy draft is over. And until next time, everybody, you can find us online. You can write to us. You can send us voicemails, emails, tweets. Get at us. Leave us a review. Play some video games. And as always, stay unranked. And then we say suck it. <laughs>